Tuesday night, First Amendment Sports Basement Podcast Studios. I'm Ken Marangolo. Appreciate everyone for joining us this evening on Facebook Live. Y'all done up and done it. In a Hogs Haven land. He's Tim Strachan. We're about to do it over here, and I, I feel a new infusion of uh, enthusiasm in tonight's show because of uh, the absence of one special yeah. friend over there. Yeah. Kevin Rick is back. There's a lot less it's head not allowed space, anymore, though. but I'm very happy to be back in the basement after, uh, you know, Father's Day and a 10-year anniversary and a lot of time spent with family. Nice. Welcoming It is always nice to Juice. be home after a vacation. What's up, Juice? Brian Stabby. Coming in real hot tonight. We are. Real Deal, a.k.a. Peach Wetty, Matt Seal. Thank you so much, sir. Golf clap. It is off-season on the brink time, which is our weekly 52 weeks a year opportunity to talk Redskins. Even in a time when there's not much happening, um, there's always fun stuff to talk about with Washington Redskins. I'll lead us off with a topic we're going we're gonna to dance around. If you read the uh, Facebook promo, you know we have uh, some fun stuff in mind. Um, as far as... It's always well, relative with you. It's always but, relative. That's yeah. right. I'm pretty, yeah, I know. He reminds me. I, on certain things, I You're speak, weird sometimes. I speak for myself. Yes. No, you're normal. You're, you're normal. Oh, of course. Don't worry. You're normal. <laughs> um, we, uh, we don't have any film of guys in helmets or on the, you know, running around on the field throwing balls around, um, but you get the sense that there's still a little bit of lingering excitement from the OTAs. Uh, with, with, with the, you know, there's a lot of... I, I hate to use social media as a, such a crutch, but that's what we're tuned into right now because everyone goes their separate ways. Um, I think, for me, the takeaways uh, are two, and they're the, the only two that matter to me at this point in time. I haven't heard a single person say a bad thing about Payne at all, ever, uh, about wh- what he's going to do on the football field. He's the mountain in front of the river. I mean, he's the mountain in front of the river, and the excitement around Darius Geis... Um, is not fading away or wearing off in any way, shape, or form. You know, the contrast of, of, uh, the contrast of social media, Ken, is the fact that we can... It's what, it's what drove Darius Geis down in the draft, mm-hmm. which allowed us to gather him up. And not only is he going nuts amongst all the family and the folks and the fans and the team and his excitement of his level of athleticism and ability, but raising $16,000 for cancer this week on social media That's right good. out the gates... He is. Are we a good kidding? Man. Are we kidding? The story you're talking about, not just the raising money, but the whole story behind him and, and where he fell and what his true talent really is, I think is the, the, the real difference maker in what, you know, the giddiness, I guess, we kind of had about uh, P. Ryan last year and saying kind of making, you know, what we could out of that. There's just a different feel about this one, you know, and I think I talked about it maybe last week or whatever, but when you hear like a coach talk about somebody, like when Coach. Gruden talked about um, uh, Swearinger, you know, in, in, in minicamp last year. It just had a different feel. It's, mm-hmm. the, it's the players that are talking about yeah. guys, though. That, mm-hmm. that and pain, for that matter. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would say a cynic the, the, out there says, oh, we say this every year. Redskins fans always think they're winning the Super Bowl. Sure. We're good at it. But I think all, all fan bases do that. But this one just has that different it's because it's based it. on actual and that football. chip on his shoulder that he wants to, you know, prove to everybody for whatever that weird, whatever it was yeah. that happened and Payne's a man of few words, so everyone else has to speak on him. And Geis is the personality that we've now got to see, and we realize that what everyone was talking about it was, it's beyond absurd. Yeah. You know, you don't believe what you read. You don't believe what you hear. 
Right. And this guy's just out in the community doing great things with a great, huge personality with, with just ridiculous athleticism and promise on the field. Welcome to the community, Darius Geis. Oh, You've yes. been a blessing. And, You've been and an absolute blessing. As a, a guy who we're going to count on to produce, um, he has – he's – that. In the old days, first and second rounders, it was so hard for them to return the actual value uh, that the organization put in them. He's going to be able to get, give us back more than our investment. The manner in which he fell and the place that we took him reminds me of um, a story about this guy. He walked into a 7-Eleven, and the guy was clear, clearing out the 7-Eleven. He had crates in front of him, reaches into a crate of box and pulls out a, a box of top basketball cards. He's like, uh, uh, are these for sale? Um, and the guy standing behind the counter Absolutely. Just get, I'm getting rid of everything. Uh, the guy goes, I'll buy, I'll buy him. He goes, okay, that'll be, you know, a dollar 75, you know, for a pack. And the guy goes, no, I'd like to buy the whole, uh, I'll buy the whole box. They were 1983 tops basketball cards. He opened up every, uh, pack and he got like four Michael Jordan rookies. I feel like that's the kind of thing we're uncovering out of nowhere with Darius Geis. We're not paying anything for him. Everybody passed him by. He, we, he was given away by the draft to us. And I, I'm just, He's going to have every opportunity to do it. He's an exciting, powerful, physical, violent athlete. And he's going to have the ball a lot for us in an offense with, with Alex Smith, who's a smart guy, and with an offensive line who will be healthy, at least initially, and they love to maul. Let's get so, that left guard spot. I, people were, that was an elaborate story. Thank you. Appreciate that. I was really, I was on the edge were of my you the guy, Were you the guy in the 7-Eleven? I was not the guy. Damn. It's, it's, I thought, you said, I thought we, that was going to no. be the end of it. We, no. wouldn't be, we wouldn't be podcasting off a poker <laughs> table if you were the guy in the 7-Eleven. We'd have a little bit of a better situation These if I was just expensive. randomly opening Michael Jordan rookie exactly. cards. Uh, so <clears throat> we have good stuff to look for in the near future and certainly in the present. Um, on Hogshaven this week, I looked into the past as all, all team sites currently, they're, they're focusing on records. Um, and... You know, as a Redskins fan, and you talk about records, it, it's not a it's a sore subject, like many things are for teams that haven't been great for a long time. Yes, we've had guys compile stats. Yes, we've loved those players. You know, you got a, a tackle machine like London Fletcher, um, who you love, but you know, unfortunately for him, he didn't get to do it at a high level for us. Did get that ring in, in St. Louis? Oh, he did it at a high level for us for five years. Yeah, uh, he uh, out tackled Ray Lewis in his five years. He, he it, but you know, he didn't. I'm sorry. At the same time, he didn't, of get, five the, years. He didn't get the ring. I'm just saying, he didn't get the ring. He didn't right, get the ring. That, that, that's the high, the highest of levels. Um, but uh, when I was looking back at the all, you know, the all time records, um, it, it's it's shocking, and we can go through a couple of them. But there's no real assault going on right now on any of the Redskins' all time records, and you know, whatever, it's math, it is what it is, numbers uh, accumulate differently, but the guys who sit on top of our, you know, some of our coveted and, you know, most prestigious um, numbers, they all played for championships, um, and maybe it's no surprise that we haven't had five and ten and fifteen year, year guys kind of make a run at some of these numbers, some of them are awesome numbers, you know, Daryl Green, 295 games yeah. played. That's no, nuts. No one, no one's, no, probably no one's touching that. Guarding the other team's best receiver week in, week out. <sighs> and returning kicks, you know, for a while. And Guarding uh, Mike Quick, who was twice his size. I mean, come on. Yes. Jumping over Cap Bosa with a torn rib cartilage muscle to lead us to the championship. It's hard to imagine. It, it, it is. It's hard to imagine anyone plays 295 games. No one's even close, and we're not even covering it. Um, it, when it, if it ever becomes any kind of a story, I think I said Tress Way, you know, maybe with the best odds. Oh, yeah. 
But um, he'd have to play it, like another yeah. 17 years or witness something crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tom Tupa's dad. Yeah, Tom Tupa's dad. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. That's a good shout. Um, so I was I, w- I wanted to ask you guys, without really worry of some guy on the on the roster right now taking it over, is there a is there an all time record that speaks the most to you as a Redskins fan? So something that you hold near and dear. Maybe you know. Maybe it's not. You know, Brett, your your guy like Brett Favre having the the yards record, but our, our guys, what, what they what they were to accomplish, you know, the Joe Theismans, the uh, of course the John Riggins, the Art Monks. I mean, there's some very precious, near and dear records for Redskins fans. I was wondering if there's one you like more than another. Yes, nine sacks, 1992, the Hogs, Mark Rippon. That's a good one. I does that still stand? I mean, I, we don't even need to check any of these machines or, or, with, the, or with our old uncles. or No, that's a fact that he was untouched. And uh, it was the greatest offense at that point in football. And pre-passing, we set the world on fire. And that offense was absolutely run to perfection. And nine sacks in the course of a season. You ain't touching that ever again. Ever. I, I can't imagine a world in which that ever happens no. again. Because, um, you, you know, those were – it's well, first of all, it sucks only one of them's in the hall. Jacoby belongs in the hall. I, we can argue about other guys, but Jacoby belongs in the hall. And you, you kept a group like that together for such a long time because you could uh, back in those days. Nowadays, you got a backup guard who, uh, you know, shows a, a sign of life, and he's getting $30 million from somebody. Thank you, Kevin. You got it. Um, I mean, Trent hasn't given up a sack since 2016, by the way. Yeah. But yeah. Just saying. The sacks. Just for nostalgic reasons, you know, being a Redskins fan, I think Art Monk is is one of the guys that always sticks out in my mind. It's kind of like the Cal Ripken, uh, you know, of football to us. I know Daryl Green had 295 games, but in terms of also producing every single game, unfortunately that record that he had for catches per game ended not in a burgundy and gold. But um, I just remember that that was old school football. You know, you you had one guy you could always rely on year in year out, and uh, you know Art Monk sticks out in my mind as guy who not only receiving yards but the, the really the catches per game. Hell yeah, brother! Every when game. we were kids and third down and seven, yeah, we knew that there was going to be someone dressed in black and white pointing that way, mm-hmm. and that man was going to catch the ball in some fashion. Now I'm not saying that happened from from twenty on. I didn't have that confidence, but right. when we had Art Monk, you just knew he was getting. Whatever the deal was, he was getting it done. Mm-hmm. He was stopping his ride at eight, catching it, putting two down, and let's keep on going. Let's hand the ball back to Riga. You guys would appreciate this more than anyone in this room um, and anyone out there who's a, who's a coach. Um, when you think about a seven-yard out or an eight-yard out or a nine-yard out, and the precision of whatever that out that you're trying to run is between a quarterback and a wide receiver, he, he did it perfectly. And it was, it was a long handoff so many more times than it was a – contested play even when they didn't have one of however many you know playoff quarterbacks that Joe Gibbs put up upon those hogs it was a three steps back throw it there Art Monk's there with the arms it was a long handoff it, 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 was, it was smoother like, it was, than Jameson Casting. It, it was just Every like just, just to put a, a the route a, was run per, to perfection put a current spin on it it was DJ Moore at, at the University of Maryland who Ooh. I covered for three years a guy that I literally, at times, when I was covering games, and Johnny would say, Tim, what are they going to do here? He'd go, this is where you get the G- DJ Moore card out. And it was six-yard hitch, yep. eight-yard hitch, 
long you, you, know, you get it whenever a, you want you it, right? Know, a, a seven yard out. Yeah, the turf it, it could use that for a decade. It wasn't. It yes. wasn't. You know, it wasn't yeah. a dig on a you know on a play action or anything like that. It was literally a three step drop. Just throw it to him. He's going to be open. He'll catch it. He'll be open. Can I do have one? Okay. That I think is attainable by someone on the team. An all time record. Uh-huh. Now, is it on the defensive side? Yes. We, we have we 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 have that. We so you're talking about Ryan segment. Kerrigan. Yeah, so yeah, that's and I think that's a fair that's fair to loop into the the uh, the all time records because we did talk about Dexter Manley. Um, by the way, does anyone know what his career sack sack record is? Ninety two. Ninety one. It's ninety. Yeah, but okay. Oh, wait, so you might have taken a picture with him when he was wearing the half shirt and the spandex. Might, I took might have been where that 92 came from. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. If CJ, We're talking about the sack master, If right? CJ's watching, right. uh, or Ewald for that matter, and CJ, uh, Chris Johnson from uh, 980, he knows that uh, Dexter Manley was shorted a sack. I believe it was the 87, 80, uh, 83. I don't know what season it was. I'm 80, with you, CJ. And I I'm think with you on that. The Thanks official, the 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 official stat record should be, I think, one more. But Ryan Kerrigan... Did you have something to say about? If I have a Dexter? friend who knows about sacks, it is CJ. So yes. proceed. Yes, CJ, and he'll 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 argue till he's blue in the face, and <laughs> I think he's I think he's right. Um, Ryan Kerrigan is seventy one point five current total sacks. Uh, Dexter Manley on the books is uh, in for ninety one. So here, s- just some starter things about Ryan Kerrigan. He's signed for uh, through twenty twenty. Um, he has gotten seventy one point five sacks on seven seasons. Um, in the league, and he, I think, I think that's right. Um, he's just 11 simply to 17. on track. Mr. Consistency, and in the last few years, he's really, really balled out. You know, remember what we talked about two years ago? We said we want to see something out of him, like that next level. Yeah. Well, well, he's done it to the point where other guys are getting sacks because uh, of him. And uh, he may not be done. He may be getting no. older, but no, at the same time, done. now he has guys like Payne oh. and, 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 Allen. And, and Allen. I mean... And, you know, other guys that can maybe, hopefully, he doesn't get the double team. Or man. maybe he's not the guy that they're necessarily focused on, which helps him out. How many, how many more seasons do you think he would need to play for this team in order to break that record? Well, no. He, I mean, he two, least, two at seasons two. at his current pace. Yeah. Do you think he could do two there. seasons? Well, he, well, the man stays healthy. He's a machine. He has you know, And he game. plays through injury. You know, he's had a bunch. I feel like he's broken every finger on both hands, and he just comes to play you every ever Sunday. Seen Charles Mann's fingers. Yeah, they're gross. They go in every direction. They're like Joe Gallagher's. <laughs> he points you, you get over yeah, there, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. where the hell am I supposed to go, dude? Uh, by the way, Charles Mann, who I believe is number two all time with the Redskins, and I want to say 82 or 82 yeah, and a half. 82. That's right. Um, so I think really what's in his sights this season, if he's at his current pace, yeah. if all of a sudden he pops, he's going to have to have a couple multi-sack games. But if Ryan Kerrigan can get past Charles Mann, I think we stand up and applaud this season right away. Um, and then we do it, you know, then we actually have something to go into the, the 20. Uh, do we have to stand and applaud? Well, I can, can I play in your game too? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. All right, yes, thanks. you can. Move on. Uh, I, well, ten, ten I, just, I mean, you're just so emphatically half, about immediately. Yes. Ten well, and a half I, to well, tie Charles Mann. I, and I, I just think that that is, in order to make an assault on Dexter Manley, you got to pass Charles Mann first. Charles Mann is in his sights this season. How about that company? <clears throat> yeah. And that's How about that company? Redskin, Redskin, Redskin. Hell yeah. We drafted him. Our guy. We re-signed him. He's likely to finish his career here. 
Um, and he's going to go, and he's on, on the books. likely going to be the kind of guys that break that record. Exactly. And now he's got some get help coming from the middle. Come in there and break it. Hey, know, coming right the way. middle, like you said. Now, now, now there's going to be a chance for him yeah. to not be the only guy getting held by three dudes and being our only chance yeah. and prayer and hope. And uh, hey, real quick. Yep. My man Pierce Hackley wants to know if Doug Williams is still the the Super Bowl passing record has has the Super Bowl passing record for the Redskins. That's a fact, right? Oh, for the Redskins, oh, yes. Of yeah. course Doug has it for the Redskins. But I think that, that has been surpassed after I saw probably 1,000 yards of passing this past Super Bowl season yeah. in the NFL. Tom Br- it yeah. was number one and number two. But in that era, yeah. at that time, that was the NFL Super Bowl passing record. By far. Without a doubt. Without and, a doubt. and it still yes. stands for something like uh, Shout out my man first Pierce. half and second yeah. quarter oh, yeah. action. I mean, oh, they still have. The greatest second quarter in football that, yeah. history. We just talked about yeah. that, sure. Um, Brought, it, brought the whole show Either. to a stop there. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Pierce, by the way. No, that was that was not. Yeah, yeah, Keep no doubt. Shouting them out. So we got uh, on the scoring side. I don't think there's any. I mean, I don't think there's any single the single season records. Um, the one thing I I wanted to go towards was um, also on the scoring side, which I thought Alfred Morris's 13 rookie rushing touchdowns. We we already talked Ooh. about guys. It's a. I mean, it, first of all, um, it would. He had a huge year, a huge rookie year, over sixteen hundred yards. Um, his success, uh, him and R, him and RG three were probably equally uh, impactful on each other. But his success Read made everything. Option. It made it made everything to yeah. our offense. I know. Um, Kyle Shanahan. When you ask him about RG three, I heard him do it a week ago. It was pretty cool conversation. Brings wasn't up it? Alfred yes. Morris. Um, so because that was the perfect guy for the job. Yeah, a one-cut running back in the read option offense. How many times do we, we see Alfred Morris running up the middle of the field from 10, 20, or thirty yards out with nobody, nobody near no. him? Like that hasn't happened since. Nope. I think that's a the, the, the that's a part. Yeah. Also, you got to take into account the threat of RG. Exactly, yep. exactly. T. Allowing him, in fact, opportunity I think, to get. I think the I mean, two of them with with the the most dynamic quarterback running back rushing tandem of, of up until that era. Now, I, I don't. I don't think you go running uh, a 33 year old quarterback the way your dad ran you in high school. But I think that <laughs> Alex Smith I, I, that would be considered capital punishment. We I don't have. We don't have quarterback sneak. The Redskins don't have quarterback sneak in the playbook. I think We're Alex good. Smith's going to have to run this year, uh, and I think they're going to call his number um, but, but, uh, in a way that makes look it at work. how bad we were on goal line in red zone situations. We're short yardage. Not that Kirk wasn't a guy that could do read option either, but Alex Smith is a guy that can do read run option even down there in that area. Well, he's athletic enough. Kirk was such a threat. Smith is way faster. He's a threat. And having healthy Jordan Reed is going to have a big difference in the red zone. He's a legitimate threat. That's a red zone threat. I think you did it with Kirk every once in a while. Yeah, he was sneaky quick. You you snuck it in there. You you caught people off guard. With Alex Smith, they have to at every single down wonder, all right, we got to keep an eye on him because yeah. he, he, he's just as dangerous. No one scored. I don't see any. I don't see anyone scoring twenty four the way uh, John did. But I, um, I can see. I, so Darius guys is going to have the chance to score thirteen touchdowns. I mean, he just will as yeah. he, if he stays healthy. So I can, that that's one. This uh, you know single season records. Um, you know ours are up there. One hundred thirteen catches for Pierre. Uh, the twenty four touchdowns from Riggins. Um, uh, you know. Sonny Jurgensen s- still holds the all-time single-season touchdown pass 
record at 31. That's crazy to me. It is crazy because of the way that the NFL is right now. And yeah. You just thought we would have thrown Passing more touchdowns. Passing records, for sure, you think would be all more modern. Yeah. That's, so that's incredible. That's, but real quick, while you're, while you're on Sonny yeah. in 31 and 14 games, mind you, yes. which you're going to have to prorate against a 16-game season. I, I was and, told there would be no listen, math. That dude, tonight. Belly, was hanging out of that jersey. And when I asked about it, he said, you don't throw the ball with your belly. And listen, he's the guy yeah. with the record. Like, I kind of don't want that one to be disrupted. I'm okay. I wouldn't mind if Alex Smith got 31. If he got 30. Well, okay. Shared it. Yeah. Even 30. I mean, even Two 30. totally different body types, but yeah. It's Good amazing guys. that yeah, we don't have over 30 in <laughs> good a to see that. It is amazing. It's good to see your it's side amazing. with Sonny over there, bud. Amazing. Chunky but funky, old Sonny <laughs> Jergensen, my man. Very funky. My man. What a quick release. Hey, don't mess around. This dude had the quickest release and had no weapons and got it done. Dan Marino yep. style, old school. An athlete He's tonight. Yeah. No doubt about it, man. Uh, so I, I, that was the other kind of, I guess there's a chance in this, all, in this day and age. Uh, you know, I don't want to sell Alex short. He's never thrown for 31 before in his career. Um, I do think he had he had his best output last year, and I think again I've made the point that he's in the peak of his career. I, I you know if we're we're T I think you just made this point a couple weeks ago. If we're getting rushing touchdowns, um, a healthy dose of rushing touchdowns from Thompson and Pirine and Geis, that's that's way better for us. You know we'll, we'll be doing just fine if he gets twenty nine or thirty uh, touchdowns, but we get another twenty from the running backs. I'm, I'm an old pl- school football guy. It's yeah. about running the ball. The team I always feel like the team that runs the ball best is the team that's in the best position to be as successful, more successful than everybody else. That's the way football works. I know, and that's why you also yell at everyone to get off your lawn, and that works too. Because then your lawn. There you go. Yeah, exactly. And Better I love that. Work. That's what I'm saying to you. If there's <laughs> If, if there's two games that Darius Geis gets three touchdowns in, like, that's viable with this guy and this offense, I think. Twice he scores three touchdowns. We're almost halfway home there with 14 games to go. I think that's the one, you know, yep. that, that's the one that kind of sticks out to me. And I'm not just overhyping guys. I'm talking about, you know, two one-yarders and, like, maybe a 20-yarder, you know, and we, and we roll on someone and he has a big day. You know, that, 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 that's how it works. I mean, remember, Cooley would have seven touchdowns a year, and everyone would go bonkers, and three of them would be against Dallas in one game. I was going to say. Yeah. And it would be awesome. <laughs> it would be awesome. At, at, at fe- yeah, at fe- I watched it. Because oh, it was against the Cowboys. Games. But, you know, the way those so numbers are, are compiled over 17 weeks, you know, it, it's pretty fun to watch the ins and outs of it and how uh, the game plans change on a weekly basis. The game plan with guys ain't going to change. We're going to bang this dude. We're going to. We'll see how he holds up. And then, you, and then, and then you, 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 you utilize him early on when people don't know about him, whatever. That, then you've got to start putting more people in that box. And then you've got a guy like um, um, Josh Doxon on the outside. That's when you start throwing a fade or a fade, you know, a fade slam or whatever. You, you know, then you start getting a lot more options. And I listened last week when this chair was half-filled by a man who did a pretty <laughs> damn good job. But Jordan Reed in the run game is not a great blocker. I was amazed Sorry. I was able to get out yeah. of that. It was crazy. It's the coziest thing I've ever But felt. Jordan Reed's a huge factor in the run game, especially cozy. in the red zone. If you have to account for a Jordan Reed Absolutely. with a backer or a Again, safety, your, you are effed. Right. So, uh, yes, he's not a great yes. run blocker, but, but it's, it's, it, you can't just, it's unfair to say to him that he doesn't aid the run game, especially in the red zone. Well, also down the so his goal line, presence, you don't have to do a whole lot. you got to get in the way more than you just... You know, oh. need to actually block. Yeah, well, when they got a cornerback lined up on him out wide, then everyone's going, what the hell are we about to do now? Yeah. By the way, Bonk now we 55, got I don't know if Bonk 55 is watching, because he, he totally, I wanted to make sure he, he was like, uh, guys, pump, he, I think he said pump the brakes. He did say pump the brakes. He's like, 
Sonny threw it 31 touchdowns in 14 games. So he got that. Um, I love that guy. I, I think he smoked at halftime. Sonny? Yeah. Was there definitely a whiskey? Took, he definitely was there took whiskey a little at halftime? He had a highball. I was going to say. Sure. Well, in this day and age, the, the medication for pain is way different. Yeah. You think Sonny ever had to just take a little I mean, if double you had, gulper for that old absolutely. ankle? Yeah, all right. Well, I'm just asking. Cheers, Sonny. And I bet it helped. I bet it helped a lot. And cheers to Pierce and Jason on Ferndale checking us out tonight. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. Well. Grassroots, brother. I, I think we would all agree that um, playoff wins and, and trophies are the records that matter the most. And we, we would like to hopefully see some of that uh, coming on. There's no on. coincidence to that. The yeah. fact that you brought that up. There's no coincidence to it. No coincidence? No, you gotta have guys yeah, that right. are you gotta have guys that are gonna be elite to be the ones that you talk about years and years and years later like we have. No and doubt that this new generation at some point hopefully will get. I want it for them. I want I want it for for all the all the Redskins fans who have never had a parade like the Caps just had. Um, I want it for those for the, for those fans. I want it for me, obviously, but I want it for them too. Yeah. And, right. and and it means hey, it it means we'll be watching guys who have a chance to make their mark on the organization the way the guy, I mean, think about the, the names we've put out on the show so far. I mean, there have been great Redskins who played in the last 20 years, but still the greatest are ones that played 20 plus years ago. And that's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that probably is the case for a lot of teams, but a, there's other teams in this league that their greatest um, players have, have, have played well, look, look within at, the last look at 20 New years. England. Yeah. Look, at, look at the guys that are our age yeah. that, that have been following New England all I their know. lives. They're, they're pretty riding the coattails and, and right along with the new generation because that is their yeah. franchise. They've been along for, around for a long time, but remember when, when we were young, how bad they were? We would yeah. bitch slap the Patriots yeah. right now in 1986 with, that little, with Tony oh, Eason. Yeah. He wore the, the quarterback guy collar. With, with the guy with the Andre Tippett was legit, the, though. Andre Tippett was legit, but yeah, I liked the helmet. They were cool, and that was yeah. the best part about the franchise was the cool guy snapping it on the helmet. I, I kind of like their new look. Whatever, dude. I know. All I'm telling Not you to get is into that. Not to get into that. But All it's right. total reverse. So, yeah, I mean, you know, where, where there's greatness, there's going to be records and guys that you're going to talk about for years to come. That's just the way it works. Unfortunately, ours was reversed. Ours was before, and we're still looking for it again. Hey, we were spoiled rotten as kids, football-wise, and that's why we're sitting in a basement right up the street from where we were all born. No doubt. Having a great-ass time talking about these guys. Yep. Well, so something I thought we would uh, end the show with, uh, and maybe we could do a little bit of a better job of doing it more often, because it's something we did every single week um, for the first year and a half, two years. We did, we did a Mount Rushmore thing. Um, about everything. About everything, and so it's we're between we're between events in, on the bring NFL it, calendar. Bringing back the greatest hits. Let's do uh, this week football movies. All right, so you got football movies. Uh, Kevin, you're, you're kind of tweaking the format a little, which I like. I think it's got to be quick. It's got to be fast, and I love a draft. Doesn't everyone love to just draft some shit? Like, it's got to so, be. A so I think we get after it. I think Ken. With your cinematic background and your uh, attention to character detail and your obsession with the good, the bad, and the ugly of all films, of all uh, genre, let's get right to football. Let's get down here. We're going to ask you guys to jump in with us. We're going to do a little five rounds here, maybe 15 total picks, and uh, let's fly it around here. Let's get greatest football, greatest football movies in the history of your existence, first round draft pick with the first pick, 
Ken Marangolo so goes with. I don't want to. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm going to step right up to the podium and I'm going to take Rudy uh, right out of the gate. And I'm sorry, guys. It, he, sorry. I think it's it's a first round quality uh, football movie. I think you're 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 you can sign him to a big contract, pay him the big money. He's going to deliver every single time. Yeah. Yeah, there's no chance that anyone can argue with not getting goosebumps. As, your, as a GM, I'm feeling like no one's going to like tell me I did I know, something terrible. You're, you're true. I know it's been pointed out by Brian Stabber that he lined up offsides and all this and that. <laughs> but here's the deal. I don't think I ever pointed that out. <laughs> Let's go to the tape. Hey, when he finally gets into Notre Dame and he's sitting on the bench by the pond or the river or whatever it was, and he goes, oh, oh, oh Jesus. Oh. If you don't feel feelings right there, you don't have feelings. All right, great first-round pick. Not well, that I'm Mel Kiper, but and I, I, I know I've told you guys this story before. The thing about it, though, is this: not only the football part of it. The football part of it was great. The storyline and all that stuff uh, was awesome. But at the University of Maryland, when I was a student assistant coach, there was a kid named Matt Langley. He was a backup quarterback at Walter Johnson High School. He walked on at University of Maryland. He was the uh, scout team quarterback. He was five foot nothing, a hundred nothing. Right, but he, he had a pretty good arm, and he yep. and he could he could do real well in, in in throwing the ball and giving simulation. And one day it was like Tuesday, right? right? And I'm going through the locker room, and he's sitting on the locker, and his foot's bouncing up and down, and he's he's like almost hyperventilating. I'm like, I called him Mots. I said, Mots, what are you doing, man? He's like, Strack, it's my game day, and I was like, Oh my God, dude, you need to relax. He goes, yeah. Watch me today, watch me, Strack, watch. I was like, all right. So, like, during practice, I, w- I watched him down. They were doing goal line or something like that. He rolls out. He tucks the ball. He running for the goal line. He dives in. He gets up. He throws the ball in the air. Of course, there's absolutely no fans. His parents aren't there to watch or anything like that. But it was, like, the greatest highlight of his life. And, you know, people are high-fiving him all that. And all of a sudden, the coaches go, God damn it. Do it again. And then, uh, yeah, everybody, then, then the scout team offense just drops their head. But, I mean, to watch that, to watch a guy who actually played the game because he absolutely loved the opportunity to be on the field no matter what. That's what makes that movie great because it, it also transcends to life, you know, and it gets you choked up. I, one, one tough guy once told me he never cried at a movie. I'm like, that's bull crap. Rudy, he's still to this day denied You said it, bull crap? You said bull, like, crap. bull crap? Uh, he was an adult. Word. I was Word. not. I think you forfeited I don't your know. first round pick, by the way. But, but it was a yeah, great story. No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> oh, adding to the I love T. I love step every, up to the podium. And I, and I love step up that to the story. podium and take your pick. Hats off to you, Mots, if you're watching. But Shout out, Mots. Matt Langley, my man. So, with, wow, with man. the second pick in the Mount Rushmore football movies draft on this Tuesday night, I'm going to go a little. I'm going to go a little nostalgic uh, myself. Uh, on this one as well. Consulting this draft Everybody's All-American. All right. With a first-round pick, because I love this movie. Oh, I, I'm, Dennis I mean, I'm, Quaid, I'm John Goodman. It's the, it's, the, it's the movies that got you Reach into football. Reach of the century. That, 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 you know, as a, as a young century. guy, the first, the, the first ones you remember seeing. Because it was on HBO like every five because minutes. You, but you also watched it as a kid, and you were like, you know, the, the night before football started. You know, in Death Valley, like he threw an under, uh, underhanded r- lateral pass to John Goodman down the sidelines for six. But the whole, just the lifespan right. of a, the lifespan of an icon, a football icon. You saw the, you saw the ups, you saw the downs. You know, you, I just love the football part of it. You know, especially just as a kid growing up and just being a 
freak about football. It was one of those. Uh, those I love. I love that that's your pick. You, I love it. I thought you would that was lie on be the like ground and sneaky in, pick in your old in your old living room. You, know, you like who you like. You pick who you pick, yep. and that's this is your draft. And you have allowed me to step up to the plate with the final pick of the first round and take. Huh. Remember yeah, the okay. Titans. Yes. Remember T. C. Williams. The Titans. There it is. He just re- Denzel just to, playing Coach Herman Denzel. Boone. We're going to talk about desegregation, that, black that was, that was versus white, the coaches taking, this guy didn't want to be hired because the other guy Local. deserved it, then this guy didn't want to play because everyone, then they went to Gettysburg, and then they had it out, and then we are the tight, I mean, come on, man, if you don't have, that was, to me, the greatest, that would have been my first pick in the first round if I had the first pick. It hit close to home with the, the what's his name, Bushir. You know, the, when, when you, that actually happened in real life, he did get no coach Herman Boone. Yeah. Yes. And then at the end, when he couldn't play in the yep. playoffs. I mean, yep. obviously for my own reasons. Right. I, mean, I know. I mean, yes, sir. T. Absolutely, Lord. brother. You, know, you couldn't get any more real than that. I know. No doubt about obviously it. Right. The, so obviously, the, the, the racial tensions of the movie and everything awesome were story. not exactly the way it it's happened in real story. life. Uh, well, but, glamorized. But, but it, that, as a football freak, though, the way I can always equate anything that happens in life to a to, to football or how football can help get people prepared for that kind of a thing. It's just great story, man. Great storyline with great football in it. It's yeah. really hard to do good football in a movie. Stabby, you're like, uh, right? I mean, oh, well, it's without it being just completely ridiculous. It's very difficult. The very source, difficult. the difficult. source material there is is amazing. Like you can say it how it was Hollywoodized, but but it was. The story exactly. The, 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 what you were able to pull a the story nuts from and bolts. Amazing. The nuts and bolts existed. You're like the Jonah Hill to his uh, Brad Pitt from Moneyball because he, when he said, "Remember the Titans," you were like, "Yes, yes, I was so yeah. I was right it. there. I right. was thinking there's a fifty-fifty shot. There's the one I thought you were gonna pick. Can I? No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't say it because I'm about to make a pick that I think uh, might be the same one you're thinking. If I, I'm just going down my my draft board now. Right. I'm going in the second round. I'm going Wildcats. Damn it! And wow. I wasn't gonna wait. I wasn't Football. gonna wait to take Wildcats because yeah. well, Coach Molly McGrath ain't gonna wait for you to make a tackle. So no. why would you wait to pick her to be your coach when she takes them around the track in the pouring rain and and outlasts every single one of them and schools them and then she's getting uh, you know I'm bird. so proud of you right now. I'm just I I wasn't wow. gonna go first round. I wasn't going to go first round, but there was no chance Wildcats was going to go in the second round. Damn it, you were not getting it in the second round. There you go. I mean, in the third, because it was done. Wildcats. Goldie Hawn. Uh, uh, hold on. Yeah. LL Cool J rapping in the Woody background Harrelson. of the theme. Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes. Blues. Wesley Wesley six. Six. And the world from D.C. who played his high yeah, school football right here local. The world. The world. Yep. The world, man. Good. Ken, I yeah. can't believe you just did that to I me. Got, I got Wildcats. See, you're up. What do what you got? got? I mean, this is brutal what just happened. Friday Night Lights. This is guys, brutal. Come yeah. On. yeah, Thank I know. you. Thank you. Yes. Is that yeah, what you thought I was going to say? Yeah, yeah I was. It, it's definitely what I thought you were going to say. And I, I, there's a couple others I thought you were going to say. You ever read and, the book? Uh, Will you go to yeah. prom with me? Yeah, I, well, read the, you know I totally what? read the book. <laughs> I'm just going to step up and do this professionally. You know who one of the major and, antagonists uh, in that book was? Odell Beckham's father. Hey, oh, yeah. e- easy over there, Odell Beckham's dad. I'm about to tell you about one of the greatest movies that you would pick next. I'm, t- I'm telling you, you're going to agree with this. Al Pacino, Oliver Stone, Steeman, Willie Beeman, any given Sunday. Good Lord, okay, man. That was the first introspective <laughs> to how nasty, filthy, and, uh, and overhyped all this stuff is that these guys have to deal with. And I'm, but I'm really that nervous that about my, my third round pick. It's my nervous so, uh, about the third so round I'm, pick. I'm, so now that I've, I'm, now I'm a GM that's feeling good, I feel like 
I took the stuff out there. I took that, the yeah. obvious one in yeah, Rudy. Well, you, yeah, you, well, you, yeah, I, yeah. I took the one that yeah. I didn't think was going to last into the third round, and now I get to make it. To me, this is my first luxury pick of the night. I'm a little Giants guy mm. through Damn and it. through. What is wrong with you? Why do you just ruin my draft board, McLuhan? <laughs> Icebox. Uh, you know, God damn it! But uh, you know, Mr. Bundy, you got Rick Moranis, uh, Mr. Bundy, Al Bundy to regular folks. I'm just saying, yeah, it's I a great pick, Ken. I don't go anywhere in life without remembering that one of the greatest halftime speeches in the history of sports movies, delivered by none other than Rick Moranis. <laughs> one of his final that performances. Is that before or after he shrunk himself? That one for time, his kid? I don't care. Honey, I shrunk the kid. Shrunk himself no, and no, he shrunk the kid. Yeah, it was shit. Shit. I love that movie. Yeah. I love I'll take Wildcats and Little Giants in the second and third. <clears throat> yes. And hey, honey, I shrunk the kid. When you had the mind like a child, you you pick like a child. Little Giants. All the right moves. Oh, that was. Hey, you just dug into my list just, just now. Sorry. So, Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson, before coach. Shadowing his late, later-in-life coach role. Um, and, but, you know, obviously. Uh, ah, foreshadowing. Coach, you know, coach Fox was a way better situation than, than anything that was going on in that town in Pennsylvania. What, what I thought it did, <clears throat> beyond show, you know, the struggles of a, a mining town and, and that kind of a thing, it showed, though, that, the, you know, Sometimes what a, you know, a lot of kids in this country, the angst and the and the and the, you know, the, the decisions they have to make, and you know, I mean, it was a very true movie oh, sure. in that respect, in terms of you know Football showing town. early, way yeah. before it really became known to everybody. The else. only what, way out. What kids go through to get the only yeah. way out. Right. Some place the only way out, and you know right. what, what? That movie makes me always think about when I watch mm. it. Because uh, I do, I try to at least watch it once a year. And, you know, and it was great too that he didn't like go. He, it wasn't always this. It wasn't a superstar, mega athlete that was going to go on to become a you know college uh, and potentially. He pro. just had a chance. It, yeah, he got a chance, an opportunity. Got an opportunity so, and I and I am not a Tom Cruise guy. So. I'm not a Tom Cruise guy. It's a good show movie. me the money. It's a good movie, but the uh, the thing about um, it was before all the right moves. The thing about all the right moves is it, to <laughs> yes. me. You two demanding all the right moves is making me feel weird. It, sh- <laughs> it, it uh, showed me like how before this age of social media and before the age of video and before people were able to get their stories out, like uh, like a powerful high school football coach in some towns across this country had a ridiculous amount of power. I think that's real. Yeah. I mean, it was portrayed in an <laughs> yeah. evil way, but I mean, it definitely is real. Absolutely. And it wasn't just football. I'm sure yeah, it was well, other sports too. Uh, well, there's other there's other football movies that portray yeah. this as well, much unlike. Let me just ask you guys. Do you remember where you were the day that Bobby Boucher showed up late oh, and the Mud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl? Because <laughs> if you there's Waterboy? anything that gives me tackling. But she got big boobies and I love them too. <laughs> Vicky Valancourt? Yeah. Mama said, Mama said, the water boy. Great Henry Winkler Some too, the, by the I way. I mean, if you can mm. combine hey. great Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Kathy Bates? No, not Kathy Bates. Just saying. Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison. If you combine Henry Winkler, Roy Orbison, and some of the greatest hits of all time, and understand there's something that exists called tackling fuel. I don't know what that was, but it was some high quality. I've seen some people. Some high quality guys like EJ Henderson. Yeah, man. They definitely had some tackling fuel in their day. Absolutely. I freaking love that movie. I don't give a damn. That's my jam. All right, so I'm, I'm going done. to go back to the serious. We only have two picks left. I'm going to go back to the serious route because for me, uh, it's a movie that's come on the scene later than some of the ones we've been talking about. But if it's on TV, I turn to the channel and I watch it to the end, um, and it's invincible. And I'm not a Marky Mark guy. I love the freaking story. I think Greg Kinnear does a great job as Dick Vermeil. 
I think uh, um, Elizabeth Banks does a great job as the as his his girlfriend. Um, oh yeah, and it's just and Marky Mark does a great job as a five foot five bartender from the middle of Philadelphia that just made the story. NFL at which, age thirty, which happened God. again. Source context. Did I might stop. Did I take? Did I take from your? He was, no, no, no. I hate this one. Okay, he was. You just, hate this one. I'm he was not down. a guy from the Funky Bunch. Just made the Eagles as a bartender. Sorry. I'm I sorry. mean, this should be like your like because, it's a mecca. Because I pour drinks. Your, no, because <laughs> you're a bartender. That, is that is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. Okay. He, All right. He, I have a feeling you could do it. Good. It's a guy who made it to the NFL. Who's when's the Redskins free free tryouts? We've got to get Rick signed up. Listen, we've got to let the Valor do hey, open tryouts every year. We re-signed Laval. I have no chance. You should go try Sean, for the Valor. Sean Laval has been re-signed. This yes, pulling yes. left guard body has nothing to do with nothing. All right, so I knew you were going to take Invincible. In fact, no, I wrote it down. I just didn't think I you would it. take. I thought you would take them in the second round. Oh no! You just totally screwed me, GM. Not with wild cards and little giants available. All right, I know that's what I. Those are my two, of my favorite. All right, there's a couple out there. Yeah, I know. I got and, one for sure. All right, see, we got two picks left. This is where it gets. A, all right, well let's let, 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 let's let's get this rolling here. Let's get this rolling. Would you just take Invincible? I'm not writing that down. Oh, I love Invincible. I, I love know, it. He has the messages with the woman. I know. Wife, Disney ladies. movies are great. I, you only I have two it. more picks. Yeah. For our all time list. Yeah. You do. Ken has one. I, I have only got two. one. And I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make it count. I got two as well. Okay. Oh no, at the end we're all gonna have a little yep. run around. But T. Uh Come on, for a guy who did all the right moves, dude, which is an awesome pick. You yeah, should, that was like two two movies ago. Where I get I get because I, I don't know it, if it, I want to go. Just like, go. Funny you just, you just podcast. Got, we got to just make it happen. Yeah, you got to go <laughs> out. Make it happen, Captain right, Newt Rockney, All American. Yeah, that's, uh, that's an all time great. That's an easy yeah, pick. That's, it is. A lot of my picks are yeah, sentimental. That's, that's value. I wanted to that's maybe, wanted to maybe get a, like more of a light. That's a value. Ronald Reagan, the tailback of the quarterback. Who was Ronald? I'm a sentimental guy. Okay. Yes, it was a Ronald Reagan film. All right, and, and it's a value pick. I, I know I've given a bunch of shout-outs today, but I had a conversation on the front lawn with my man, Pierce. The Longest Yard. And it reminds me of this. Deserves it. Burt Reynolds but playing but for... old one. Burt Reynolds playing for the Mean Machine. Yes. And I remember when he talk, called a play in the huddle, and he told the O-line to spread off this way and that, and then he threw the ball directly into the oncoming <laughs> defensive lineman's uh, beanbag, if you will. Yep. It kind of reminds Fruit me. Basket. It kind of reminds me, as my neighbor reminded me of this, of when you guys come over my place on the weekends every now and then in the backyard, how he feels about the situation in the backyard, and if he had Burt Reynolds' arm, what he would do to all of us at two thirty a.m. Now, well, he's never done it. Pierce no. does and, and not really. Think I know about that he doesn't. About That's us. just what I think. Oh, oh, he and he's a longest yard guy, and we talked about that today. And uh, my fourth round pick. Is with my neighbor. We're going longest yard. Burt freaking Reynolds coming out of jail and running some business. What a funny movie. But the one thing that stands out is when he told everyone, back out of the way, I'm going to take care of this guy. Yeah, spiral yeah. to the nuggets, we'll get it done. All right, final round pick, Ken. There's a couple out there that haven't been chosen yet. Yeah, I've, and so, God bless and I'm you. torn between two, so I, and I'll, I'll just uh, I, I'll, I'll pull the band-aid off. For, you know the way we we made T do it, <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm not going to say the one Brian wants me to say. I'm not going to say it because it does not it doesn't do it for me. Um, sorry. Draft day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, the fact that it's on anyone's list. There's so many <laughs> movies that haven't been picked yet. Draft this, day was yeah. one of the worst films I've ever seen. Uh, I, so I'm partial. 
I'll love the I, I love the story of Paper Line. I'm gonna say Paper Line. Ah, yes. George Plimpton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Marvin Gaye. Yeah. I'm reading the book. Yes. Though. What was it? Uh, paper, paper, line. paper Line. You know the it's guy, about yeah. a, a writer, uh, George Plimpton, who goes and tries out it, for a professional football. Yeah, and he actually spends time with that. these guys. Yes, yes. Our, we have our own George Plimpton here. He tried out. Did for you the ever Rita produce team. that story? I haven't finished. Writing. <laughs> I am writing it. They are okay. open on my okay. laptop. I just haven't. I don't know. Right. Won't believe it until I. I had it. him penciled in for Lucas in that slot. I had him. It's I not a Lucas. football movie, and that's what I thought. It's was, not. I had, I had you penciled uh, in for that comment. It's not a football movie. Just because it has a football scene, and I also does not so make we've it avoided controversy. Movie. We've avoided I, we've controversy. controversy. I also put in the uh, teaser now it's your Spoil- but now I did your pick, spoiler dude. alert in the teaser. That's a spoiler alert. Right, Lucas doesn't make I'm it. I'm gonna throw you guys off. I don't. I, I think I'm gonna shock you a little bit with this one. Mm-hmm. It, might, it might be a little. My your final, final pick. pick. It's a little out of left field. When the game stands tall. Wow, mm. I did not see that one coming. Thought that was gonna be a UDFA. I didn't even have that one on my board for 15 picks deep. Honestly, it, it, it is, you know, again, I don't know how Hollywoodized it is and all that kind of stuff, but again, it, it's just a, it's a, it's like a boys in the hood, but it's the football version type okay. of thing. Okay. It, it's, it's sort of the, the, not, not the boys in the hood, but it's, it's just the way that football, it, it made football, you know, bigger than what, than just a game, you yep. know, obviously. Yep. And then that's how I've always felt about this game. That's what this game means to me. That's why I'm so passionate about it, why I love it so much. Game, that's, why my, that's why my list is a, is a very sentimental, tearjerker, you know, kind of kind of gets you in the gut. New uh, Rocky you know, was a great pick. Type of thing. So before, a, I'm going to throw just a, not a curveball, like a changeup. Nobody else can pick. He has the last pick available, and he owns it. I want to just do a quick once around the room. You have two seconds on the clock. Everyone throw out who, who you think he's going to pick. No, no. Who do you think Kevin's going to pick? Two seconds. Two, one. Anybody? I was going to say the, the replacements. Mm. <sighs> Leatherheads. Varsity Blues. I never saw le- Leatherheads. I didn't care for Varsity oh, Blues. I, I just wasn't that guy. Okay. But, uh, Big fan. Anyone seen? Pat I will Oswald? just say, though, with the replacements, you know, when you got Keanu Reeves with Gene Hackman as the coach, there's a lot of standard actors in place that resemble that was based on the scab skins i mean this is based on the guys that just got rings not too long ago you ever saw varsity blues no i saw varsity blues i just wasn't enamored with i'm just not a big whipped cream guy i understand Um, you're lactose intolerant well that's what people say but i still i still absorb plenty of lactose but yes i am intolerant (laughs) i'm just too stubborn to face my fear so which who are you going with number uh, last pick overall look man i always confuse north dallas 40 with debbie does dallas i'm not gonna do that again i'm not gonna do that again i'm not gonna do that again absolutely and i am going with the program the program james conn latimer first team defense that movie showed me what was up in college athletics yep. before we really knew what was up in college athletics. Didn't Blue Chips 2 come crazy. out like yeah, right around near very, the same time? The basketball time. version. It was like the yeah, football it was, version it was. of Blue Chips. It was kind of, it was a little, but it was a little like, whoa, whoa, wow. Yeah. But all of it's football related. In the summertime on a rainy day at the beach, it's really fun to put these movies in there and just have at it with a young man who's eight years old that lives in my house. And uh, and be able to give them some life lessons oh, for the better or for the worse. There. I mean, it doesn't. You got no. Marshall. You've got. 
I know, you know we are. I, I, I stared away from the sad ones. Brian's song, "We Are Marshall." Yeah, you know, I, you I know, we are Marshall. I love semi tough. What was yeah. the one? What was the one about the chick? Uh, uh, we didn't say Jerry name? Maguire. What's her name? Was, we didn't. Was, huh? No one said Jerry Maguire. No one showed us the money. No, no, the other one where she was the quarterback in high school. Oh, 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 old school. Oh. Like Kathy Allen is a place kicker. I'm quarterback here. princess, Hunt, right? No, quarterback princess. Yes, yes. Great, quarterback great princess. No one said. No one said radio. No one said the express. She was pretty like. No one said blindside. I mean, no one said blindside. That, and that's uh, blindside. That was on the top Hunt, ten right? of a lot Wasn't of lists. Helen I Hunt? love that film. Wasn't you that know, Helen Hunt? The blindside. The first scene of that film is Joe Theismann getting his leg snapped in half. Like they yep. just, that's the, that's can't believe the blindside. The, I can't watch The list. Simpsons when Joe Theismann gets his leg I broken. I had never seen the play happen in my life. I had gone out of my way my entire life to avoid seeing it. I was watching it yeah. with a friend of mine. Who also had gone his entire life, and so you both saw it, and we we're both seeing the theater. Oh yeah, this is gonna be a great movie. I heard it was really good, and the very first thing that comes on the screen, and we're like, it was like a horror film. Yep, <laughs> yep. That moment. Well, there's yeah, there's also the Gridiron Gang. Yeah, yep. There's the one with the Rock, but yeah. there's actually, uh, and I encourage everybody to go see this. There's actually a documentary called The Gridiron Gang, and it is fan. Fantastic. Real it's quick, like Ken said, two seconds. There's five high school coaches I'm going to give you. Billy Bob Thornton from Friday Night Lights. Denzel from Remember the Titans. John Voight, Varsity Blues. Goldie Hawn, Wild Hats. Craig T. Nelson. The coach. Right moves. I want one answer on Facebook from everyone listening right now. Who do you want to play high school football for? All right, now let's get around here. Craig what did we miss? T. What did you guys have? I know you guys had a little one or two that you wanted to jump in there. You got yours? You got yours? Have we, have we okay. missed Pam's something? Pam's going to bed. Night, Pam. Have we missed something hugely or... Oh, Whatever no, it is. No, uh, I mean, I we've mean, crossed, we've covered pretty much everything. Wedding fun. crashers. That's what Maryland Cra- does. Crab cakes and football. That is what Maryland does. That's what Maryland does. And leather. I, you know, I accident. didn't think leatherheads. Leatherheads fell short. It was. Yeah. It kept you kind of like watching to see something really great happen. Nothing. Yeah, ever maybe want to tackle George Clooney at an airport. Uh, you got uh, Pony uh, or um, the Express. The Express. The Express yeah, was the only other one. Another sad one, but and it didn't feel great about. The whole George Preston Marshall thing. Yeah. Yep. That was a yep. tough one. Yeah. When you're a big fan from around here. And little Giants. No, no, no. What are you talking about? Oh, that was my second round. Little Giants. Little Giants 2. The no, Little no, Giants. No, 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 no. Oh, no. You, no, you lost it. Icebox was. We, we've been going for such a long time. For Becky, Icebox. Yeah, that was. <laughs> all right, man. That was some fun got, stuff. Good one. stuff. Yeah, man. That's fun. It's fun when you want to just have a. A little summertime movie deal. You're at the beach. It's raining. Summer, Football season is right around the corner. We'll finish happy up. Happy roots are coming we'll finish back up right where we started. Where we started. I want to say thank you to Matt the Real Deal Seal. Appreciate you, Brian Stabby. Thanks once again for being the hostess with the Moses on Facebook. Dog days, right? Dog now. days. He's Tim Strachan. After all that, uh, Mr. Ricco, I'd like a roadie for, oh, yes. the, uh, for the way out. He's Kevin Ricca. As long as we're talking whiskey, I got you, Mr. Strack. There you go, brother. <laughs> yes, we are. We are. We're on the same hey, wave. Thank you guys for listening. Happy summer. Later, it's fun y'all. to be back. Okay. Love talking all this football with you. Half a first Football's of getting closer. And Hogshaven. Thank you guys so much for spending some Tuesday night with us. Oh, we got guests coming up. We we'll got be guests. Back next week. Do we want to announce that? or we No, wanna... not yet, but we okay. got guests. All right. We got guests coming up. At least in the next two weeks. We go live with the Hotbox. Coming up in five or ten minutes. Until next Tuesday night, we will be back here on another episode of The Audible. But it must suspect we want more. <laughs>